0: Give me Vaughn! Give me Rick Vaughn? Yeah. He's pitching to Beck, not Parkman. He wants the riding! The vile thing! The grab your throat and choke thing! Blow it out your ass, lard mouth. Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: Oh my god, it's him. Crank it, Jerry!
0: and welcome to the happening pod hey man what's, Brian, happening? what's happening
2: what's happening mac how are you i'm
0: gonna need you to go ahead and come on i do that like every third or fourth one it's, it's okay immediately when i say what's happening i think of. I think just of roll, Humberg, it just it goes right open. from your brain to your tongue it's okay well how are you man you good i am man um let me tell you this man and i i, I, I just thought about this when you asked me how i was doing i'm, I'm you know me well enough by now. I, I I can't I don't like boasting, I don't like being the center if of attention. You don't know
2: me by now. If you don't know me <laughs> The best part of that song, by the way. All the things We've
0: been through All the Things Anyway. What has been up? <laughs> when you go back and edit this, put that somewhere in me,
2: please. What is an edit? <laughs>
0: You're yeah, going to leave that in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: going to make that go louder. I
0: want that song to be heard at some point in the next week of my life, <laughs> unexpectedly.
2: I'll play it in the background.
0: <laughs> but anyhow, um, I've been losing some weight. I'm really excited about that. I've gotten in a good rhythm. Uh, my doctor has always told me, and let me say this. I, you'll, you'll like this. You'll appreciate this. I don't go to the doctor. I don't like going to the doctor. I don't get sick often. So when I have something wrong with me, I call my pediatrician from when I was a little kid, Dr. Frank Wilburn. God love him. uh, And he'll tell me, yeah, you probably need to go to the doctor. Or, no, man, you're good. Just do this. Uh, But he he told me something that stuck with me a long time ago. And he said, um, it takes a good month to build a habit. Mm -hmm. Whether that be eating better, exercising, waking up at the same time every day. You've got to do it for 30 days in a row. And I've done it, and I started eating a little bit better. September first, and today is October first. I feel considerably better. And you and I have talked about this before. I'm not stepping on a scale. I don't want numbers. I don't want pat on the back. I don't want to let down. I don't want you know. I just want to do what I do. I want to feel better you want every day.
2: More years at the end of your life. Exactly. I, I want to extend my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the business and I am. It's everything. <laughs> you know. So, um yeah. But no, man. I, I feel good. I'm doing good. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm really enjoying this time of year. It's kind of a time off for me. We've talked about this. Tweener I'm not actively it's tween, yeah, yeah tween time. But uh, I'm not actively coaching, so I get yeah. to you know I, I'm really in the middle of kickball season. We're doing really well. Shout out, vicious kitty. Uh, me, yeah. <laughs> um, had a really good meal the other night here right in here in Tupelo to speak to locally, uh, Bulldog Burger. Just opened Just here
2: open. in town. Okay, tell yeah. me about this. I, that place looks awesome.
0: Well, you know, and it's one of those ones. You know, you, you think about it when you go in. all right, this is going to be really hit or miss. But it's the Bean Family, Bernard mm-hmm. that owns Peppers and uh, Bulldog Deli and Harvey's. And it's part Hyde. of the, is yeah.
2: that the Eat Y'all group or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's eat y'all. Y'all eat.
0: Yeah, or, see, something along mm-hmm. that line. D- but delicious. No, it's very very good, man. It's a uh, real you know buttered brioche buns. They put the little bulldog. Charcoal thing on the top, but the burgers itself. I had the uh, mushroom Swiss. Uh, everybody else at the table I was with had the freshman fifteen, which is a regular cheeseburger fully dressed with bacon and then a square of fried mozzarella cheese on top. It's like a big cheese dick on top of your burger. And it oozed. It. I hear you breathing <laughs> heavy. <laughs> and then you should.
2: Man, it just got hot in here. <laughs>
0: but the, the the fries are really good. uh and It's be good. good meal. Good overall experience. Really, really cool, swanky looking location too. So
2: when you speak to me about. Bulldog Burger. Next I speak
0: passionately. You speak passionately. When you come, come correct.
2: I thought you should pull out your Billy D. Williams. Hey there, brioche bun. You want some? Can butter? I slather
0: some butter on you?
2: How about a mozzarella square? <laughs> oh, but no, a little uh, steamy. <laughs> anyway, right, that place looks that cool. Oh, don't worry, it's coming Friday night on the Call-In Show.
0: But uh, but no kidding, um. Uh, no man, been really good, man. I've I've enjoyed this time. And of course, obviously, I've been enjoying Friday nights with y'all, man, and doing the podcast. So life's good, man. Life's really good. That's good, man. How wow. about yourself?
2: Man, things have been good. Been busy uh, working. Been uh, I got I got a lot coming up. You know, I got. Uh and this weekend, I got a I got an event I'm DJing uh, for a friend of mine and their family. They got a thing going on. And the next Friday, the 11th, we have Chili Fest in Tupelo, yeah. and I'm gonna be MC DJ Uncle BB on the ones and Ain't twos. Ain't no party like a DJ Brian Baldwin party. Ain't nothing like that. It, there will be no Old Town Row played, but there'll be a lot of other hits for Do sure. Um, you know. But tonight I did something really cool. I want to give a shout out to a local guy. Um, I went to Park Heights, and there was a special like ticket dinner. RSVP kind of thing. Uh, local radio uh, sportscaster Matt Wyatt. Yeah. Did yeah. a um, I guess it was, it's almost like a touchdown club type thing. Yeah. But there was nobody from the, nobody from any schools affiliated other than right. him. But he did a real cool media thing. He had a couple TVs set up and he explained in layman's terms football terminology yeah why was this play open you know why when there's trips sure. over here and they got one guy over here why are they running this boundary safety out of the way and he explained a lot of things and anybody was in the room whether it be a five-year-old kid or an 85-year-old lady who has no idea what's going on he was able to kind of dissect the play and explain what's going on he took a QA at the end and he gave some opinionated answers that yeah. were really cool um it was a good time and i want to give matt a shout out for all the things he does he goes uh over and beyond uh what most people would do because he loves his own brand so much, yeah. and I—he's very, very, professional. He's very like, professional. You would think that he was an ESPN personality, and he should be. He's, he really he's, should. He's be. awesome. Um, and tonight was a real big treat. Uh, I was the probably one of the few Ole Miss fans in the room. Yeah. And uh, it was just really neat to kind of hear the other side. And he's—that's the cool thing about Matt is he's played in those games. Yeah. He has been on the field when an egg bowl brawl occurred, oh, yeah. and he's respectful. I mean, like he—he no to- he totally gets. He's able to. Is as biased as he probably is in his heart. Oh yeah, uh, the things that come out of his mouth are straight chalk talking football, and and I really enjoyed it. So I want to give Matt a, a shout out. Absolutely. And you know uh, he doesn't probably know this because we're some some some, some uh, small town nobodies, but we used to be on the same radio station as Matt. Yeah, we did.
0: So we actually opened from. <laughs> we were Matt. colleagues. Yeah, he was our colleague. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah,
2: he was he was a pro, and we were the morning show. We did
0: the six a.m. He did the ten a.m. What's a time slot? Yeah, I mean yeah. what's that, you know? But anyway, but uh, <laughs> I
2: wanted to give him a shout out because he really did something cool in Tupelo, and. Uh, the room was full, so yeah. shout out to Park Heights for hosting that, and him and his wife for putting sure. it on. It was a really big deal.
0: Can I interject
2: real quick? In, anytime.
0: is my dog eating a fabric softener right now?
2: N- just laying on the fabric okay, just softener, making sure. Just making sure she I thought
0: I dead. saw one, and I heard some <laughs> teeth it. Right oh, it's okay. She's a sweet it's girl, okay. but she just chews stuff.
2: But sometimes. that that, that leads ahead. me to this question. Matt took a question on this, yeah. and I, I want to post it to you because it's a big deal, and and this is a this is one of those things that everybody's talking about. But I want to get your opinion on it. California twenty. Twenty-three. has yeah. just passed the law about you know the pay for play for athletes. They can uh, get outside endorsements from people, and you know they're trying to figure out a way to monetize amateur athletics in California. <laughs> they hadn't gotten much right in California in a while, and no I don't kidding. feel like this is a, this is another thing they haven't done. And I love California, but that's just my thoughts on it. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, uh, it's a sticky, slippery. It's a it sticky is. situation and a slippery slope.
0: It's hard to play the middle on this topic, but I'm going to. I am of the firm belief that, you know, now in today's day and age, a free education, it's paramount. I mean, you know, and you're talking about— What is more valuable it, than that? It, there's nothing more valuable than a free, paid-for, specifically a high-quality education from your— I mean, you're speaking to California, specifically Stanford, mm-hmm. UCLA, USC, Cal Berkeley, Cal I mean, it's just schools up yeah. and down the Pacific Coast. Um, but— <laughs> Brian, I do think that there is a level of unfairness. Exactly. To the players. You know, it's you know because there's I mean, I, I just think about specific athletes. And let's 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 rewind to 4 or 5 years ago. Stanford University of Stanford has what most people consider the best running back in the country in Christian McCaffrey. Hmm? Now, does him do he and his family need you know extra endorsement? No, but you know, I do get the I just as a working man, and I'm sure you're the same way I don't have to have praise. I don't have to have people pat me on the back. I just want to be able to do my job and know that it gets done, and I feel part of a team to do that. But it does. it is somewhat disheartening for me to think, you know, this guy is breaking records, you know, and there's players out there that are doing so good, and they're inspiring to people all across not only California but the, the country. And they're just treated exactly like robots, like everybody else, while the university does make a killing.
2: Millions that of That bothers me. That bothers that me. That really bothers me. It bothers me. Um, the NCAA could have taken care of this a long time ago.
0: They sure could have.
2: College athletes. Now, uh, I, I want to kind of explain something that probably the everyday sports fan doesn't know. Not only when you go to college, especially at Division One University, are you on a full academic scholarship. They right. pay for your room and boards, your books. If you decide to live off campus, they give you a housing stipend. You know they'll pay for it that way. Right. But they get money every month. Like people don't realize this. My yes. brother was a Division One basketball player, and he got outside of his expenses paid for. Right. He got a five hundred dollar a month stipend to pretty much use to do whatever he wanted. Anything. Yeah. I mean, and he was just a basketball player in the Colonial Athletic Association at William and Mary. You know what I mean? Um, and what I'm saying about this, there's enough money made in the NCAA that they could have put a trust together and yes. they could have figured something out. There are there's more than one way to skin a cap. Um, the really cool thing outside the box thinking would have been this: let's take all this big this money that we that we make, and just like a regular old bank, let's take part of it and put it over here, and let's earn some money on it. And when you graduate or when your eligibility's up, that trust over your four years, you get it.
0: It's sort of like the military, like the yeah. GI Bill. Yeah. You know, they'll mm-hmm. pay for you to go back to college. Yeah. Minor League Baseball, a lot yeah. of the times you see in signing bonuses, you know, we can't give you this much money, but we promise you when you're done playing, if yeah. you don't make the bigs, we'll yeah. go pay for you college.
2: Because, I mean, cause let's, let's be totally honest. I am all about equality and fairness and Title IX and all that stuff. But it is not fair for the quarterback at Alabama to make the same money that the swimmer at Alabama makes. It's just not fair. It's not, it's, And it's not fair for the softball player at Alabama who has a big time program to make what the tennis player at Alabama makes? They're two totally different things. One right. of them is a gener- uh, revenue generating sport, and there's not. So they got to they they can figure this out, but unfortunately, them being the big bad NCAA doing what they want to do, they have let somebody beat them to the punch. That's right. And states' law and rights just about supersede anything in this country. Oh
0: yeah, you're not. I mean, if you're the NCAA, <laughs> the only thing you can do at this point is create a rule that says, I'll tell you what, if you're going to do this, then you're not going to play in the NCAA Mm -hmm. anymore because these are all rules, which is going to open up a weird can (coughs) of worms. Then
2: the NCAA ends, because here's the thing. If California wants to play this game about you can get your own endorsements and pay for (laughs) players, is there going to be any place more rabid than the Southeastern Conference? Are you kidding? Kent's Catfish is going to be paying people to go – play football i mean like hopefully for hopefully me yeah mckinley <laughs> in the, free buffet starting <laughs> starting at tailback for the mississippi state bulldogs sponsored by holland funeral <laughs> directors <laughs> you know i mean but and i think it, yes w- but that's th- gonna that, happen that's one
0: thing that it does open up and here's the thing brian I, I, the one thing i do worry about say this becomes rampant it becomes nationwide the one thing i worry about if you are a purist college football fan which i consider myself to be I don't want the rich to get richer. I don't. Because we're in a – I mean, we've talked about this, just talking about college football. Right now we're stuck in a pattern. Yeah. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma are going to be good every year.
2: Well, and here's the thing, too. If you start – if you kind of think about, like, what if they were to break off and start their own entity? If you take the top 32 college football programs in the country, we're not, we're not there.
0: No, we don't. I <laughs> mean, you doing are. Yeah, you know,
2: we're we're now in the same boat as everybody and else. And that affects
0: TV. It mm-hmm. effect, this this it, this decision affects, affects and it
2: affects admission at college. Oh my gosh! If Ole Miss and State can't play for the national championship because they're not, there's kids the that will 32. not go to school there. I'm not going to school there. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I want.
0: And well, you know, like you say specifically, what if Alabama breaks off in their own thing? Yeah. What big game you playing this year? Okay, yeah. we got the Egg Bowl, but I mean, Who you're not going to get to yeah. play Alabama. So yeah, I,
2: it, it's just it's a, it's something the NCAA could have taken care of a long time ago because they didn't think that a state right would make their own laws, which right.
0: i mean and I, and I think there's a lot of blame to go around specifically first and foremost culprit number one's is the ncaa number two i think this the time and day and age we live in it's greed you know people just more power more money more you know people want a piece of the pie I,
2: yeah I I, I I don't understand why football and basketball and all the other sports can't do like your golfs and your tennis and your baseball and say cool you can't take the endorsement money now. Like you yeah. just can't. Like you can yeah. take it; it's got to go into a trust. You can't touch it till to your eligibility's up. Well, Golf it, does it all the time, right?
0: Oh, 100 percent. I mean, yeah. Like Absolutely. they, they win. They you win. See kids that go, you know, they're they they get a card to the Masters, but you know, if they uh, get any of the winnings, they can't. Yeah, accept like
2: Tiger it. Woods won money as an amateur and a student. As a student, when, student at when, Stanford, he was at Stanford, but he couldn't take the money. He couldn't take the money. Yes, I mean that doesn't. They can figure this out. Court of Common Sense will work. Yeah. Just McKinley and I will settle this. She'll Just give us a call. We'll take care of that. Yeah,
1: please. But anyway, but that We're was available.
2: just a big thing. i just, to wrap it up, I'll ask you this. Yes or no? Two questions. Do you think college athletes should be paid by the universities they pay for more than they make now? That's the first question.
0: What, it, it, do, like, so okay, like like, like, like For instance,
2: more than they get now with the free education and the monetary stipend they get, do you think that college athletes should have access to more money just from the universities and of to pay them? that's the first question like is the NCAA being the banker you know okay y'all we make money off of y'all here's money from us do you think they should do that yes or no that's the first
0: question I think you could I think you do it on case-to-case basis okay okay I, and yeah. it's, for instance if just as a Mississippi state fan right now I don't want the loan snapper making as much as Colin Hill yeah see that, that that's the thing and there you go well, there's uh, your, there's your, your, your issue
2: here's my next question yeah. now if everybody's making the same, which is what you could propose because nobody is more important than the next, you know. Now, can players privately go seek endorsement money? That makes it. Now I can pay $1,000 to everybody across the board, but now Kyle Hill can go to insert car dealership here in Starville and get right. $10,000 to, uh, to sign autographs one day. Right. Like, that's kind of what I'm – that was my next question. If they're all making the same, can studs go out and get their own endorsements? Cowbells. Think about Anthony Dixon. He'd have been the greatest supporter <laughs> he ever. He really make, would for have. Real.
0: Oh, Brian, that may be the toughest question you've asked me in 20-plus episodes. Even more
2: so than who would you rather be the lead singer of Creed or...
0: (laughs) Uh, Seriously, man, this is 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 such a tough question. Because, again, like I said, like education, as somebody who has taught before and seeing in the trajectory that I think that our society is headed, Mm -hmm. and I'm always hopeful, you know, I'm always hopeful that things will change to back... You know, like, I, I consider myself somebody that... I may have been a enjoyed different t- an earlier time period, different when things were more simple, and I definitely did. Based on the life I've lived so far, I, I just do worry that I don't want it to send the wrong message in right. other words. And I think that the only thing I, the only thing I worry about is if studs go and do that. What incentive do you have to play if you are not a stud? True, you know, and and and, and, it, and it, I think it kind of takes away from the team. Camaraderie, because, you know, like let's use Colin Hill for example. Let's say he does go to Cowbells. I mm-hmm. said, man, we'll give you $5,000 being our commercial. Well, what does that make the other 84 players on the, you know, 85 man roster feel? Like? Well, Colin's doing his own thing. He's just trying to make money. He don't care about the team. Yeah. So, and in a sense, it really is about the culture of your mm-hmm. program. Yeah. You know, how, what kind of culture have you built? to – And it puts more stress on the coach, I guess yeah. you'd say, And the administration.
2: I really, you know, the more we talk about this, the more. Nooks and crannies we're starting to find. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, like, I
0: think if we could talk about this for three or four hours, we would find something different. Well, but you know, we'd say, well, but yeah. after everything, and it's it would take some really smart heads to to to, to find the perfect medium. Yeah, to and and you
2: know, of. you're looking at stuff like, okay, sure, let's put a cap on how much somebody can earn. You know, because yeah. if you don't put a cap on endorsement earnings at thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, some Ole Miss booster would have paid cam Acres a million dollars to go to Ole
0: Miss, one hundred percent
2: to not go to Florida. State, I mean, I mean, million dollars. Think too. about that.
0: Think about somebody like Baker Mayfield yeah. or Kyler Murray. If you let's let's say this rule is in place and those guys got endorsements out the wazoo, Jalen Hurts this year. <laughs> I mean, he could say, "Hey, man." You know, if y'all want, you know, if y'all or even this past summer, you could say, y'all, if y'all want me, then what?
2: And think about – let's I about need say this. recruiting doesn't stop once kids go to college. No, yet. it's not. Because you're – I mean, be, let's say somebody's – and it's just – somebody's at Ole Miss. They've been through their first two years. They're not really getting to play. The guy who's footing the bill for them to come. Somebody work. at
0: Southern yeah. raising canes is willing to give a guy yeah, two like, grand. like, hey, man,
2: you're not getting to play in Oxford, and I, I really heard that that car dealership over there is not, not even in the, in the commercials anymore. Hey, drop down a level. Come over here to CUSA. We'll give you 20 grand. Sign a few autographs two or three times a year. Yeah. I mean, that, that's we'll not going to That's about making money. Yeah. You know I mean, if you're not going to be a pro, maximize yeah. your earnings, right? Right. Because some people would care more about winning a conference football game than – And then
0: I got another nook and cranny for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. If these guys – Let's and then we're just using football. This, this is supposed yeah, to basketball, be baseball, and yeah. everything too. If you're one of these guys and you know you're there, you signed to play a sport. You make all this money. Where's the incentive to go to class?
2: Exactly. I ain't going to class. Hell, I didn't yeah. make any money in school, you and know? I didn't go to class anyway. And
0: I'm here. This is coming from somebody who's not a big class guy. I could stand class. There are I had two. There two not class guys. <laughs> the, yeah. Well. Yeah. There, there's def- Yeah. There's. There's two out of two. Man. But what I'm saying is, you know, like if if you told me. All I had to do was do something I loved, and the reason that I came, that I went to Mississippi State to do, and I could make 50 grand for doing a commercial. You think I'd show up to, you know, foundations of learning for being a school teacher?
2: And football stuff because they got to be there three years. Exactly. James Wiseman at Memphis,
0: FedEx could give him $10
2: million for seven months. And then, and then, he, and then and be spokesman about this to FedEx. He's going to be the number one pick. But There'd have to be
0: contracts involved, where they say, you know, hey,
2: basketball is an even bigger, oh, bigger man, thing. W- because I think, those- I
0: think everybody thinks football would be crazy. Well, because basketball, you can project.
2: Like I knew in May of last year, when James Wiseman graduated high school, that the next year he's going to be a top three pick in the draft. There's no, no matter doubt. what happens in football, I cannot project. I mean, I didn't I didn't know who Tua Tonga Tua Tonga of- was until he came w- until into that he game. Until he was a freshman, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't know who he was at high school. We all know who the basketball players are. No doubt. So basketball is even crazier. Phew. I mean, they've already had those issues, but
0: it, this is going to be interesting to see this play out. And I think we're going to see enough. I can tell you this: I'm actually kind of excited about refreshing new coverage to talk about something that's mm-hmm. been taboo for a while. Yeah. Because you know most of the major sports work, networks push this to the side. They'll talk about it for just a little bit, and then they'll say, "Okay, well, this is getting you know, this is getting out of hand." But it's going to have to get out of hand to get a resolution.
2: Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this as we wrap up this little topic: uh, if all we lose is the California schools in the Pac-12, I'm
0: good. I'm <laughs> all right with that. They're <laughs>
2: posers anyway, except
0: for Pac-12 after dark. Uh, yeah, some of us put some of us. Uh,
2: some of us M- just keep up with trends.
0: Ga- yeah. Some of us bet ice cream sandwiches on those games. Somebody
2: asked a question tonight about gambling and money lines and stuff at the Matt Wyatt thing, and Matt kind of diverted attention from that because he said he wasn't a big gambler, but I thought if McKinley Holland was in this room, he would i him saying, Matt, do
0: you mind if I take this <laughs> one? <laughs> speak, speaking
2: of experience. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep it with the football theme, college football is just going wild going, right now, man. man. It's, it's kind of what you'd expect, the teams at the top or the teams at the top. But I think we have more dominant teams at the top right now. There's more is, than we thought. There, yeah, and like when I say this phrase, there's not more parity at the top because teams are weaker. There's more parity at the top because teams are awesome. Like you have yeah. studs, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Auburn. Alabama. Clemson's not the best team in the country right now, but they're still Clemson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um there are eighteen teams undefeated right now, if I'm, if I'm yeah, making sure to be that's correct. Exactly that's a right. lot of schools. I mean, At this point in the year. Yeah, the Memphis Tigers are one of those. Yeah. I mean they're I mean, uh Boise. This, is,
0: this is interesting in the fact that this is gonna be the perfect year ever. There's one out of about every three years. Unless you I forgot
2: about them. I did about forget Georgia. About them. Georgia.
0: <laughs> four of these four or five of these teams are within like two hundred miles of us. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but but what I'm what I'm getting four or five of these teams are going to throttle my team. <laughs> yeah, we got to play a lot of these folks. Uh, some of us found that out the hard way Saturday night. Oh,
2: both of us did.
0: <laughs> but uh, no. And every man, silver
2: every silver. <laughs> one line thing on. that's
0: going to be interesting because, and I think about this simply because, you know, you've got, and I've said this, and I'll be the first one to admit when I'm wrong. If this is if this is what happens. Everybody kind of penciled in Alabama. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of penciled in Clemson, and most everybody kind of penciled in Georgia. I think before the season you would have said, it would have been safe to say Clemson is going to go undefeated. Alabama's going to go undefeated. Georgia's going to be 13-1 with their only loss being close to Alabama in the SEC championship. And then you're going to have either Ohio State or Oklahoma filling out that playoff spot. And here's what the playoff has done to this. It has made games that have been important in the past not important. For instance – Let's say when Mississippi State was ranked 22nd in the country and they're playing, you know, South Carolina, who's ranked number 19. Used to, and they're both five and one. Used to that game, oh, man, we got two ranked teams, man. This is going to be a good one. But now that game don't
2: matter. It does not matter. Because through
0: five weeks they've both got a one beside their well, name. You know, and you're asking yourself always, well, we're not going to make the playoff. As soon as, that, as soon as you get your first loss, no matter who you are, you're like, well, playoff's going to be an uphill climb now. It's all about this playoff. And, man – the one thing that I think is exciting, you got matchups that are destined to happen, now have to happen. Have to. There's no way there's around no way. The front teams
2: it. in the West have to play each other. Yeah,
0: I mean, you've got and Florida. Georgia always plays LSU, Auburn. right? Georgia always plays Auburn. Georgia always plays Auburn. Always okay. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Georgia LSU, LSU always Auburn. plays Florida. Florida. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's it's going to be intriguing it, because we talk about it. There's no question on this podcast what the toughest conference in America is. We could do this podcast for 40 years. It's going to be the SEC.
2: Oh. Even I it in was, down years for the conference, I thought it was the Ohio Valley Conference with Kemper Academy and Middle Tennessee State.
0: <laughs> you know, Walnut beat Middle <laughs> what this <they> year. Did.
2: <laughs> no, but for real, the SEC West when we harp right. on it, it, death taxes in the SEC West. So guaranteed. you know,
0: but I think if you are Alabama and Georgia, you went into this year thinking, "All right, we got to get to where we got to get to, and then we got to beat Alabama. or We got to get to where we got to get to and beat Georgia." There's whole there's there's speed bumps on that path now. I don't think Alabama expected LSU. To be Right now, if there's one team in college football I do not want to play, it's LSU mm-hmm. because they've got an NFL quarterback. They've got a brand-new scheme from an NFL mind. The Saints quarterback coach is now the passing game coordinator in LSU, and it shows. Uh, and then they've got three really dynamic potential SEC – or, excuse me, NFL wide receivers.
2: Right. And the ultimate wild card under the headset at Orgeron. <laughs> exactly. Dipping coffee grounds, mainlining Dude. Red Bull. And he <laughs> – I mean, still – I will say this. He's grown into a pretty good coach. He really has. I think he was self-aware enough after the Ole Miss debacle that he kind of was able to reevaluate what he does and realize yep. I need to surround myself with good people who can make these decisions. And I need and to let
0: them make Let me decisions.
2: oversee and let me recruit and let me rip my shirt off and be crazy. Yeah. But let me let some other folks do this. Absolutely. He was, I, think he's, I think he's grown into a pretty good coach.
0: But I, I, I say all that, Brian, to say that, you know, Georgia, you know, they could you – let's know, say Florida and Auburn this weekend. Let's say Auburn beats Florida. Or let's say Florida beats Auburn, that doesn't mean that that Auburn has you know oh well you know they were pretending the whole time. Auburn's got the best resume of anybody in America mm-hmm. right now,
2: mm-hmm. and Gus is coaching for his life every week.
0: Exactly, and then you think about that though, Brian. Auburn could have two losses and then look up and beat Georgia in six weeks. Yeah. Alabama could. You know, just it's, I was trying. It's to think, I was to trying
2: to think of a way they could all beat each other once. It's impossible. But it's impossible because, I mean – Auburn, LSU, and Bama well, all got to play each other. The key is if 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 Georgia didn't play Auburn, you know what I mean? Then, like, you know, the, the West could beat each other let me, up. Let me give you this Georgia having to play Auburn makes everybody have to – One on, team has to have two places. On classes.
0: Auburn's remaining schedule, mm-hmm. Florida, Alabama, LSU, and Georgia. When do Florida
2: and Georgia play?
0: That's, uh, let's say, uh, world's largest cocktail party. That's going to be – Three weeks, I think. Let me know about that Florida-Georgia line. I'd rather not. <laughs> but Sorry. But, no, man, it, it just, every week. Every what week. I hope doesn't happen, and this is going to happen anyway, because the national media loves to bash the teams. They love to bash the best. What's going to happen is we are going to see a couple of these teams with two or three losses in the middle of November, and – they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna be bad. It's just gonna be one of those things where it's like, well, you know, here's Auburn seven and three. You don't want to play that seven and three team. You don't want to play them at, as eight and four in a yeah. bowl game.
2: A and M gonna be the best four loss team in the world, right? Oh my I gosh. Mean,
0: I mean, like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly, man. And like, you know, it, it's just you're gonna lose four games this year. Yeah, or they're, they're you know, really some a, a lot of these teams are one injury away. Mm-hmm. Like, think if Jake Fromm gets hurt. I think if Tua got hurt, if Joe Burrow gets hurt in LSU, that their season is totally. That's it. They're going to go seven and five or eight and four, and everybody will forget about this crazy hot start. So health, like you mentioned on the high school circuit, it's ever more important. But you know, national scheme, man, it's going to be interesting. There is going to be some upsets. I just hope the SEC gets two in because they deserve two.
2: They do. They do. They probably. They actually probably going to deserve three. But, but, but hopefully we get two. Yeah. You know. Um. Okay. Yeah. So um. Just Just touching on real quick, we're the Bulldogs. What they got going on this weekend?
0: You well, know, I know what they had going on last weekend, and like we talk about the high school teams, if there's everybody that needed a buy, it's right. the Bulldogs. Yeah, um, just to to not beat a dead horse here, um, that they just were not ready to play yeah. Saturday night in Auburn. I do think Auburn was going to win the game regardless. Absolutely, I do. Yeah, um, but
2: and they are off this week, right? The Bulldogs. Uh, yes, yeah, so they they yeah. need to buy. they going to get Tommy Stevens healthy.
0: You know, here that's an interesting question you asked, Brian, because you asked me how they're doing. Everybody's ready to get the drop-back passer back.
2: He can spin that thing, man.
0: He can. I am a Garrett Schrader believer.
2: I, you know. Oh Miss is in a similar situation. We are. I, I think we're going to play Plumlee in, uh, yeah. in Tisdale, and I really think at the end of the season you'll hear Matt Corral is into the transfer portal. portal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's my thinking on um, my as my view of what's going on in Star Wars. I mean, I'm not even talking about football, but Garrett Schrader's a Mississippi State guy. You know what I mean by that? He's, he's, he's a freshman, right? True yeah, freshman? true freshman. He's going to be there for four years. Southerners are always we love our own.
0: Oh my gosh. And
2: and I'm gonna use a phrase here that I'm not meaning as a derogatory term, but if some Yankee comes down here from Penn State and tries to play quarterback and he's soft, get him out of here is what they're thinking in you know, Starbucks. Me mean, included. Yeah, Ryan. I mean, I get it. I mean here's the
0: thing. I'm not I'm not selling short that he's probably hurt because I, I don't he think is, he, he is hurt. Move on. You know, in other words, right now, what it looks like to the average person, you know, you get hit and knocked down, you go out of the game. Mm-hmm. And then here comes this. Freshman in with a beard, breathing fire. Looking out,
2: half Amish out there,
0: and (laughs) full Amish. Ezekiel Schrader.
2: Well, you know, if they have a beard, to be just married.
0: That's true. That's true.
2: Rumspringer. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but no, he's got family in Randolph.
0: (laughs) Topsy. But (laughs) no kidding, man.
2: (laughs) Salmon Road, stand up for real.
0: Best pies yeah. in the South Yeah oh. You eat their food <laughs> Oh dude You never had a fried pie From the almond My
2: father always said Look Use their soap Don't eat their food <laughs> Sorry Dude I know They're, not, su- they're not listening
0: <laughs> No we- <laughs> <laughs> Don't
2: feel Don't be upset they make, the fi- <laughs> they make the They <laughs> make They make the Finest leather goods <laughs> Lye soap But man You eat their peanut brittle You brave man I
0: don't do the brittle I, I had a fried pie and the only reason I had it is because I watched it.
2: Man, TV. I love fried pie so much, I'd eat a fried pie covered in anthrax. I ain't worried about Amish jerks.
0: <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I know. You know, and that's, my, it's a real quick, funny story, even though we were talking about SEC football. When I was a little kid, my my sister played travel softball. She went to Topsy. And they played the Topsy Thunder. They played the and, Topsy, th- oh my goodness. the Topsy Thunder, I'm talking about walloped them. How old's your sister? She is 40.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. so she... she I was hanging around the Topsy softball field at that time. Okay, I get what she's got going on there. But anyhow. The Topsy Thunder later became the Topsy Tornadoes. and they were just... It was the,
0: t- th- the Tornadoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. They weren't nothing to mess around white
2: with. White jerseys, red and white pinstripe pants. They were awesome.
0: Yeah, you, didn't, you did not want to go out there looking for a win. Them South Pondock girls. They, they, they didn't, didn't play around way. with softball. But uh, it was kind of like one of those things when you're playing Little League Baseball. It's cool to go win a tournament, but it's cooler because you got to go to Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, we're going to Sky Zone after or whatever. Same kind of deal with that. Is you know, it's cool because we're going to play, top, you know, Topsy and softball. But it's really cool because we get to see the Amish. After. It's true, like, yeah. It just kind of like seeing a dinosaur mm-hmm. at, at my age, anyway. I was like seven. But uh, anyway, Garrett Schrader, we're excited Garrett about Schrader, him. Yeah, he was like one. No, he was he was negative six. But anyway, he was the one that sold you that fried pie. Yeah, absolutely. Little do y'all know, he's little L- 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 Gary. Years old. <laughs> but, uh, but you're
2: excited about him. You're on him. You're on Team Schrader, and not so yeah, much. Yeah,
0: I am. Um, but, you know, and it's no, it's nothing against Stevens. If Steven comes back, I'm going to root for him. I want him to do well. I want him to succeed. I won't want miss Mississippi State. Yeah, at
2: succeed. the end of the day, you want to win his main Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. But if he does not do well and Joe continues to throw him out there, I'm always going to have him in the back of my head, man, hey, number six, this 18 year old, uh, he's got that it.
2: If your senior and your freshman are equal, you play the freshman. If you're senior and your freshman equal, Equal the same outcome for the season. You play your play. You play. You play yeah, yeah, you play the senior. Yeah. but That's you right.
0: know, state's going to be on the fringe of a bowl game mm-hmm. this year. If
2: if one is better than the other, you have to play the better one. But if ba- based equal, on
0: what I've seen so far, yeah. state's going to need to get to six, and it may take all twelve games to do it. It sure will. You know. I so, so I mean, in other words, I, I want what's best for the team. Uh, anyway, yeah. It's so oh man, yes, well, I was, was kind of same similar. I was I encouraged by
2: what I saw in in Tuscaloosa. As crazy as it sounds. Um I agree. Uh John Rice Plumley um he is a good athlete. He has good anticipation and awareness out there and as a young freshman quarterback that goes a long way. You know what I mean like you, In Tuscaloosa in no In Tuscaloosa West. um he showed a lot of he, his completion numbers were bad. He was about 33%, but I get it. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> try to complete a pass with four NFL DBs out there right. and you know. The thing with him, he is limited by arm strength. But he has good accuracy. Yes, he does. So um, he he doesn't throw it like Corral, uh, but I think I would rather have him and Tisdale going forward. Um, because man, I just as, as crazy as it sounds. You're at a point right now that if you're not going to win games, you got to give the fan base what they want. Uh-huh. and the fan base wants to lose football games with those guys playing. I'm just being real. I've heard it like right. they've, the, the ship has sailed on Corral. So sure. I'm, and I'm was i was, I'm excited. I'm, I would still be okay with him as my quarterback. Yeah. But the rest of the general uh, Ole Miss fan base, they're past that. Let so. me
0: say this on Corral. Now, he's this is, good. He's I mean, a good player. He's four games in. One <laughs> thing I like about Tisdale and and Plumley a little bit better than Corral and I guess and I don't mean for this to sound biased because I'm a state fan but after watching the fight last year and him being in the middle of it I think if there's one position on the field or maybe in any of all the sports you don't want your guy being the the rowdy guy the guy that's screaming and let's go yeah. it's your quarterback.
2: I don't mind a fiery guy, I don't want an instigator.
0: Exa- yeah, you know and, and I think Matt oddly enough probably has some more growing up to do than John yeah. Rice and, and Grant Tisdale. Really, he really does. Do. He, he
2: does. Um probably a little bit more entitled. Higher-ranked player. Cali guy. Yeah, you know, um, and just, yeah, I mean.
0: I could see him transferring to San Diego State and setting the world on fire out there offensively. For sure, probably. You know, like I could see him going out there and throwing for 3,000 yards. Go
2: somewhere, grow up. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, Where the defense is not as good. True that. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, I'm excited about the Rebels. Um, Sure.
0: You should be, man, because I'm going to tell you this. Even though it sucks right now. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel.
2: Rich Rodriguez is doing a good job calling plays. Yep. He's giving us a chance to be successful, as successful as we yep. can per play call. I like, even though we gave up 59, it wasn't 60, which is what happened the past two True. years. But as I watch our, the Ole Miss, I hate to say our, cause I ain't played a down out there. But as I watch the Ole Miss defense play, they are in. The correct spots more times than they aren't, yep. and they are in a position to make a tackle. They just don't make the tackle.
0: Well, and that's that. That speaks, and that's a far cry from what we've seen in the last. Exactly. I was of years about to say
2: last year they missed tackles, but they also were never anywhere near anybody. I
0: think you've. I think Ole Miss, from the perspective of X's and O's, have got it right I all too. the way around. I think. I think they're a year a year or two away defensively from getting guys that really really can can make a difference.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I'll say this: this is the kind of the perfect scenario. I wish this coaching staff would have been around in 2005. No Like, kidding. if you could take Ed Orgeron now and put him with these two gentlemen.
0: Oh, my gosh. You have dynamite could, in a bottle. Dynamite in
2: a bottle. But that's I, me being what I'm getting to. I think that's what Ole Miss needs. Matt, yeah. Matt Luke is a, he's a good man, and I think he's yeah. doing a pretty good job. Yeah. But he's not exciting. Right. You know what I mean? And we have enough coaches on the sideline, we need a little excitement right now. Yep. I mean, like, there needs to be too, – unfortunately, too many people are still living in the Hugh Freeze era. They're oh, still absolutely. To get out of that. They he, need to he, get out of it. He's not coming back, but Ole Miss can find something similar without all the – uh The extracurriculars. The extracurriculars. They yeah. can. They can. Um, the, the guy at Minnesota, like like somebody I, I, like that. I do
0: want to say this on Matt, though. I, I, I want to see him land on his feet. You know, like – no, or Matt, Matt Luke. Luke. Me too. Me too. Uh, I don't want to see Hugh Freeze on his feet, and I'm not a. I'm not a, I'm a. I don't wish ill will on the man at all. I really don't. I think deep down he's got a good heart, but I also th- I think he's a snake oil salesman, man. And I st- I, th- I don't think that he's ever gotten out of just based on actions and and things that he does. I
2: I, I I like him. I like him personally. I like him way more as a human than I did as my football coach.
0: Really? Yeah. No See, and I thought everybody was kind of the way around, but I, I respect your opinion. Yeah, students, uh, you know, you
2: grew opinion. up in Independence. My dad was a high school basketball coach. I really? know his family's dad. His dad, Danny Freeze, was the head football coach at Independence. No they kid. were our neighbors. Uh, his sister, Tammy Freeze, was my babysitter. So I'm speaking personally here. Hugh wow. Freeze is a – he became a – what is the um, – he created a monster. He, he created a monster, monster. Yeah. became the yeah. – yeah. I about like, that. Yeah, I buy yeah, that. he was. Uh, he's always had to be a recruiter. He was the Crest girls coach and the Crest football coach you have to recruit to compete against CBHS and MUS. That's and he very he he's always been a salesman. You know what I mean? So he's one of those kind of guys. I think the fine line of when it was turned off and on, he never turned off. Yeah. Now, un- unfortunately, that got him to yeah. Liberty. And he's doing that's a good job. I, said, I don't wish any ill no, will toward him at all. I I, I I hope he lands on his feet because I do think he has corrected some things in his personal life.
0: Well, I, do, I, I can always but, appreciate but that. that. But with
2: that being said, uh, I don't – think he'll ever get to the heights he was projected to
0: be. Well, and probably doesn't need to. Doesn't need to. You no. know, I, I think I, I would steer clear of the SEC. Yeah. With the spotlights bigger. Heck, Pac-12. Hey, I mean, you, something you like you that. You talk about a fit.
2: ACC, where he could go, I mean, nobody's competing with go Clemson. Go light up
0: some, yeah. some scoreboards. Yeah, I mean, I, no mean, doubt. I, mean I, I mean, I could a, see
2: it. A place like a Virginia someplace that's been boring. True that. He could just go do his thing. You know, and get some people excited. So, But no, college football's been raring and ready to go. Uh, the NFL's going. I think, you know, uh, yeah. it's kind of as we expected. The Saints are actually playing pretty well without Drew Brees They and might Get be, him back Them and the Niners Are probably the two best teams In the NFC right now Dude The I mean, Niners The, the man, Niners are crazy. good They're good um, In the AFC I mean you know of course Green Bay is going to be there With Aaron Rodgers Oh and yeah The Cowboys are good With Dak um, Yeah um, In the AFC Really surprised by the Raiders I didn't yeah. think they would be As good as they were They'd be competitive I'm glad Antonio Brown is gone.
0: I'm glad he's unemployed. I'm glad he's by unemployed the NFL for at sure. least. That guy's a creep. He
2: doesn't. Need, he, doesn't he, he He needs to get over he himself. Does, he does. Vontez perfect needs to be suspended forever. agree. You, you can't hit Hut and try to end people's careers like that. No. Jack Doyle was uncalled for. Uh, it's it, ridiculous. But all that being said,
0: it's been fun to watch some football. Man, <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's crazy if, things. If, you, going if you're on. somebody
0: like me, who admittedly is a gambler, a fantasy football person, mm-hmm. a DraftKings person. My favorite day of the week is Sunday, and yeah. that's not just because of church. Mm-hmm. I, lo- There's <laughs> I love my Sundays, one, because it's one of the few days each month. I mean, sometimes Sundays I have to work, but I love Sundays because so I get I, up and I go to church at 9. Mm-hmm. I eat something really good because I've, you know, I've been dieting, and it's kind of my cheat meal was right after church. And you got to go get to it Cracker all, Barrel. And you eat
2: something really good, and you get it all out
0: later. <laughs> yeah, and then I get to watch football. That's what I, and I love that's,
2: about Sundays. Yeah.
0: Yes, Craig Morgan (laughs) Yes,
2: yes Man, hearing your Sundays make me excited Because like I I don't really I I enjoy talking lines And I enjoy my friends gambling and betting I just, I really Man, I'll just be honest with you I like watching football for the sport Yeah The trends of it And the, the things that happen And I don't have enough guts to bet. Now I'll go over the sports book and I think I know a little bit more about hoops. I'll put some money down there. But sure. I, I think the life of how y'all watch your Saturdays is fascinating. And well, Saturdays is fascinating. I, I tell you one thing My and friends do it too, and this it's will awesome. sound
0: crazy to you, man, but it it gives me a reason yeah. to be involved in something. And that's what's so cool, especially in the line of work that I'm in. When the phone can ring any minute, I wanna have something to do in between those. Sure. Things, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I may not can go to Memphis and hang out with buddies or I may not can go out and plan a big day, but I can sit on my couch yeah. and watch five or six football games. And if right. the phone rings, I can get up and go, and I can still follow it on my phone. In our big know?
2: group text, I love on sat- on Saturday mornings and then on Sunday mornings, one person will pose the following question. And everybody chimes in Who you got today? <laughs> yeah,
0: who do you or, like? Or who you own? Who <laughs> do you like? You like?
2: <laughs> and then, of course, it's always Colt Chapman.
0: <laughs> my man. <laughs> It's always cult first. He and I have had that conversation yeah,
2: before, yeah, a time yeah. or two. And then everybody else chimes in, and I'm not saying any of those guys bet, but they all just want to know who everybody
0: likes. Well, I and mean. I'll say this too, Brian. One of the most fun thing—I don't mind admitting this—man, um, it's not against the law to gamble. <laughs> we're no, you know, not, not in over, this state anymore. Yeah, we're 35, 36 but years old. what I was going to say is all. one of my favorite things, and I don't get a lot of free time throughout the week, is to actually study what I'm thinking mm-hmm. about betting on. And yeah. that's that's the and I'm on, this is just a free tip. This is a little free tip, and I'm not a handicapper, mm-hmm. but I will tell you that I've gone twenty and seven over my last two weeks. So I'm on a, I'm on a heater right now. This is what you call a heater. I'm going to
2: add you to the group
0: text. <laughs> I don't want a Ryan Moody the, the no the, the don't group don't text. The group because group I know text. what happened to him last yeah, time. Yeah. But I've gone twenty and seven the last two weeks. That will level off. That will just like a roulette wheel. You want a to 50, get to fifty a chance.
2: Fifty eight percent is about a good year, right? Fifty
0: eight percent is a money making. It's a money making year. Fifty five uh,
2: sucks because not fifty five is tough because you got to pay juice. Juice, yeah. yes. 50 and and fifty
0: five is where juice starts. Yeah. Yeah. The Lines start at one ten. <laughs> so even if you if you if you lose, you bet ten dollars, you're paying one dollar the bookie. Right. Yeah. But what I was going to say is th- th- a trend that I have been following in college football: teams that cannot stop the run. Mm-hmm. So what I do every week about. Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, I will get on the NCAA stats page and I'll look at the bottom 20 teams at stopping the run. There are factors in play, uh, non-Power 5 teams that have played Alabama, Clemson, and A&M or whatever. I don't hold them accountable like I do the ones that have played just a moderate schedule and can't stop the run. Because it gets to about week 6, week 7, you know that the teams that can't stop the run are just not going to be able to. And any football coach at any level will tell you if you cannot stop the run, you cannot win. Right. So I like to bet against those teams. So that's, if you're a trends person, look into that. Okay. Or text me. Or text you. <laughs> See who I'm on this way. I also yeah. like to bet on teams who I think are good that lost the previous week that are well coached. I know yeah. that's hard to difficult to find, but like, I'll give you an example a game I won this past weekend Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I think they're well After coached. The Georgia I think they're game. a good team. Mm-hmm. They were a pretty big spread against an undefeated ranked Virginia team. Uh, 13 and a half, took them, they won 15. by a half a point. Oh,
2: yeah, but a 14, win is a yeah. win. Yeah. You know?
0: No, excuse me, they were nine and a half point favorites, but no. I felt good about it. I, I, I said, you know, they played Georgia last week, they get another opportunity this week, they're well coached, they'll bounce back. Let me
2: tell you That's about simple. the fickle world of gambling. Uh, happened this weekend to a really good friend of mine, one of my best friends on the planet, and he listens to this podcast, so I'm not going to mention his name, because all of those same friends listen to this podcast. His parents, oh they might listen to it. I want them to know. But anyway, we are watching the Ole Miss-Alabama uh, game this weekend, and he had the Rebels at 33. Three and a half, plus 33 and a half. And uh, he is a, a big Ole Miss fan, and we were all – he teased it. You know what I mean? You know, he teased it. So he that had was going to get, gonna be another tip i say, yeah. stay away from teasers. Yeah, he teased it, and <laughs> he had hit all of his teaser lines. You know, everything is, is good. He, he was on Alabama in the first half, and he was on Alabama in the second half, and everything was looking good. And I will be damned if it <laughs> Ole Miss threw a touchdown with five – a garbage third-string touchdown with five seconds left. And me, not thinking as a gambler, and my other friend in the room who hey. didn't gamble on the game, I'm looking for things for Grant Tisdale. And he runs out of the field and throws a touchdown in five seconds. And I'm like, hell yeah! And I'm high-fiving, and I get to this friend of mine, and I go, aww. <laughs> and all I can say is, like, bad beat. And he knew it, too. but I mean, he- And that, boys and girls, is what you call a backdoor cover. A backdoor cover. That's what I was about to say. There is nothing more exciting as a non-gambler than to watch the backdoor cover. Oh, yes.
0: It's like being the sober guy around drunk people and watching somebody fall. Yes,
2: or, or like, somebody fight. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Either
2: way. But, like, man, it is so... uh, I remember sitting downstairs a few years ago in Starville at Old Mayhew Townhouses. My friends were living down there, and we were were downstairs. Ty Hart and them lived across the street. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, across the parking lot. So, anyway... We were watching a game, and they were, all my buddies were on the game, and the game was pretty much over. We had another friend who was upstairs in his bedroom, and he was on another game. and We were watching that game downstairs, too, and he was nowhere near covering. You know, he was pissed upstairs. And all of a sudden, we hear, come on! Ah! And we're like, let's check this game. His team had made like a 21-point backdoor cover yeah, yeah. in the fourth quarter. But it was so exciting. We were rooting for him, but anyway.
0: Those enough, are great. Enough college football talk. The, the, right. the gambling stories, if you can find somebody that's got them, listen to them because they will make you, they'll blow your mind sometimes.
2: They will. There's nothing.
0: I've seen the highest of highs <laughs> and lowest of lows, and I've seen it all in one day I was before. I about to say,
2: there's nothing more.
0: Roller coaster-ish. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Up and down. In the world of gambling.
2: And, and there's never a more helpless feeling as a friend than to look at your friend who just took the worst beat. And no, you can't help him because, I mean, I ain't paying you, bookie. You know what I mean? And and we told you not to bet on the TV <laughs> so, route for
0: Which which gives me another you know you know how beer commercials always say, you know, please drink responsibly. Yeah. Folks, gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. Don't bet what you don't have. True. Don't and do that. that's a that's a lesson I've learned.
2: It's don't try to catch up. Just cut your losses that we can pay. Like, that's
0: that's that's a lesson that I've also learned.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, those the and I mean look, we're speaking we're it's an adult podcast here. We can speak in the uh there are, you know, like in Tunica, you bet before the game. Yeah. I mean it's paid out. It's done. Yeah, you know, local folks, like I mean, you might be plus up and down five hundred, down five hundred. So you have some fun stuff to do. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. To kind of play with before you actually have to do anything, take care of business. But,
0: but yeah, no, no, no kidding. Definitely uh I'm so glad we actually the the gambling. plan. no, we hadn't got in depth yet, but I'm so glad we. Did well, that's it.
2: later. We're we're, getting, we're educating folks but right no, now. No, no, no,
0: kidding. Be be smart about how you handle your money because you can get in some really dark places. I've never been in, but I've seen some people get in some really dark places from
2: gambling. Yeah, like in your bathroom with the door shut, yeah. crying. You in don't a want, dark place. like three
0: Polish guys knocking on your door with baseball bats, yeah. and that happens more than give you us the money or we <laughs> pay. That's mine. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. It's... <laughs> Base have we talked baseball yet? Not in a hot minute. Mm. It's been football fever. And it has been well. Now it's well. Baseball, the baseball
2: playoffs are they started tonight with the playoff game, the play-in game between play-in the, game. the Nationals and the Brew Crew, my Brew Crew, who are thirteen and five since MVP Christian Yelich went down. That fourth Which best record in the yeah
0: volumes because he is. <laughs> Between him and Mike Trout, they're the two best players in baseball. And
2: baseball is not one of those sports where you can, like, lose your best player and your team gets better because that guy was a punk. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. Basketball, you can lose your best player, but if he was a crappy teammate, your team could get better. Baseball, like, a bad person really doesn't affect it because he swings a stick and he plays his position.
0: So, terrible news. Oh, it's the
2: worst of news.
0: Brandon Woodruff did his job tonight. He did. Four innings, one run, two hits, three strikeouts. Had the lead when he left the ball game. Mm Mm-hmm. Brewers are up 3-1 to one, going to the ninth. Lost it in the ninth, 4-3 to three to the Nationals. So, Ooh. we lo- Me personally, I lose a former player and a Hell State guy uh, in the playoffs. But shout out to Dino for, you know, had a big injury this year. Uh, was out for, he was on the uh, IL. The IL. I, usually, I always say the DL, but he's on the IL now. Uh, he was for about eight weeks, I think. Yeah. So shout out to him for a fantastic season, all-star season. Bruku may be around to stay for a little while. They
2: will be. And you know what I'm going to tell you? There's no, two, there's no spot too big enough for a kid from Wheeler. No. You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. We're in the play-in game against the Nats. Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, have you ever, you ever, know, have you ever it, pitched it, against Boonville on a Friday night? Right. Or, you know, Try yeah. Max Scherzer in a wild-card game. <laughs> yeah. But, no, fantastic season I'm for proud him, of, man. I'm proud and of those guys. You know, he he did his job tonight, and I hate he came up on the short end. But, no yeah. Doubt. Yeah, but some exciting, man, <laughs> everything, and I don't, I don't like to be like this, but everything's pointing to Yankees-Dodgers. It is. You
2: but, think Yankees? I don't think they, I don't know if they have enough pitching to beat the Astros. I do. I want well, the this. Yankees there because I, I like this. the Yankees. Astros have, have the
0: arms have. to get through all of it. They do. Yankees have the bats. Man, and with man. the way yeah. the game is played, Gary now. Gary Sanchez is back now. The way the game is played now, I mean, it always favors pitching and defense. Don't, don't ever be fooled. Baseball will always favor pitching and defense, but it makes mistakes so minuscule from the right. pitcher because these guys that get paid millions of dollars to hit the way they swing the bats now, launch angle. Everything jet stream, especially at Yankee Stadium, do not be surprised if Justin Verlander gives up five runs and right. six innings as opposed to going seven. Or and he might up not zero. even
2: make six innings exactly. I mean, um, and you know, another thing you're talking about too with baseball changing in strategies. Now the Yankee staff is not real good. No, but with the opener, it makes things funny because now there are innings for Jay Happ and CC 100%. Sabathia. Like they're not going to start and pitch six. But you can bring – you can start – You can throw them three times. Yeah, but you you can start – you can open with somebody and they pitch two innings and you can pitch you CC You can open them to the
0: oldest mm-hmm. Chapman if you want to. Yeah, you could. And you get could. six outs. Yeah,
2: and then you could come in there with CC for three innings. And mm-hmm. then when his knee's done, you can come in there with somebody else. and then
0: It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, game, you know, the, the, and I, I want to give credit to a local guy, and not just because he played for the 49ers, because he's a great human being and he's, he's reached – Really, really good heights to place. Butch Thompson, head coach at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Nobody coined this, but if you'll recall, 2013 Mississippi State had a very, very, very short starting pitching staff. It was Kendall Graveman. Yes. And then they did not have another starter. He's now a pro, right? Oh, Oakland Athletics. Yeah, a. It, I, very thought, very I thought it was an A, yeah. I, or, yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, him and for, Kevin Gaussman confused. For sure. Mind. But uh, he was the Friday night guy. Mm-hmm. You knew he was going to throw Friday nights. He was going to give you a good start. After that, Butch Thompson, and they didn't call it an opener back then, but he – pitched what he considered to back end arms at the beginning of ball games and then he finished it however he needed to.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that the Jonathan Holder team? Jonathan
0: Holder, yeah. uh, guys that are in the league, Chad Girodo, Jacob Lindgren, yeah. I mean, guys that may play professional baseball now, but he did that. And and you know, it's it's become it's become a thing in major league baseball and it's it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It's kind of the you know, it's kind of like the revelation of moneyball with Billy Bean. Um you know, it's, it's an innovative thing in baseball. So, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. You know, yeah. I, every four or five years, somebody comes up with a different way to maybe do things, to shake things up, see if they can have a little bit more success on a small budget, playing the shift, playing the numbers, Saber Matrix, you know, you name it. Pretty cool thing. Yeah. So well, I'll say I'm rooting for the Braves. Same. I'm rooting for the Braves. Uh, you I'm, already knew I'm, it, though. I'm a Brewer
2: fan. Uh but uh, I'm rooting for the Braves uh, to win the entire thing now that the Brew Crew's done. Yeah. And uh,
0: and they got a tough series, A, man.
2: because I like what, they, what they're what they doing. You know what I mean? I, li- I like the, the roster they've built, the way the, yeah. the the front office is doing things. All the fans are saying, go out and get an arm, get Kimber. And They're like, yeah. no, no. We're Time gonna, out. We're we're going. Know we going. know what we're doing. We we this a while. Yeah, I mean, we were a year ahead last year. We're where we're supposed to be this year and next year. Watch out. Watch out. But this year, they have enough talent. You got a chance. You got Soroka. You got the bats, and I feel like as long as Freddie Freeman is in the lineup, X factor. He,
0: I, he, I forget that he's 28 years old now. I remember when he was 19; he just got called up. I think he's
2: a top five all-around hitter in the game. I think so too. I think, and I think the Braves. The numbers might, back it up. and the Braves might have two of those in him and Acuna. I mean, like when when
0: <laughs> no kidding, and 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 the, and the supporting cast is really really good. Very good. Nick Donaldson. Cacus has had an uncharacteristic year at age fifty seven. The pre you know, madness, thats what we call him, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but no, uh, hundred pence. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no man, I'm excited. Really, really cool series. If you're from the South, mm-hmm. because if you live below, say, Kentucky, you're either a Cardinals fan or you're a Braves. Is that
2: the fan. Mason-Dixon line? Yeah, the is well, Yeah, Kentucky yeah, and yeah. Ohio maybe. I think it's, that's what yeah, or it says yeah or middle said, of Kentucky.
0: Yeah, yeah if, if you're in that, if you're in the Midwest or in the South, you're either, or well, let's say below Chicago. Yeah, because everybody Cubs, you know Brewers and it. But Missouri down and over, you know, toward the southeast Braves. I don't know any Marlins fans. The
2: way I've always thought the way that fandom runs is like Louisiana. Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky were always Cardinals. Yeah, and then Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia were always Braves. braves. South Carolina, that's, that's pretty always spot braves. on. Like that's pretty spot on. The way it kind of, uh,
0: it's where your radio
2: would pick up back in the day.
0: Well, let me Th- say this: that's There's where an your, parents, take on your parents, your parents, were fans to, of to delve away from no, the playoffs. Yeah. But um, my family and everybody around in this area, at least in Tupelo, area, used should be Cardinals fans. Mm-hmm. So all you think you could get on the, the radio, but my. My great-uncle, my mom's uncle, Hewlin, was actually in the Cardinals organization. We've talked about
2: that name before. He was in the Cardinals organization.
0: Uh, And so, like, you know, my mom grew up listening to the radio with Stan Musial, and she would ride up with her dad and Uncle Hewlin to St. Louis, you know. So it was really, really cool to see that. But what happened was a gentleman by the name of Ted Turner decided to buy a franchise Mm -hmm. a long time ago, and he just started to put their games on on TV TV every Mm -hmm. single night. This just so happened to coincide with when I grew up, and it was really unique because TBS used to be the network that aired Blossom, so there was always a happy. My sisters hate sports, and did they have wrestling on there too? And say by the Bell also. So when we get home from school, from you know, mm-hmm. from April and then into the fall, you know, we would I'd have to sit through Blossom. I'd have to sit through Clarissa explains it all. I
2: was never a big fan of Mayim Bialik. I didn't really care, but I, I like mean, Joey yeah. Lawrence.
0: Yeah, Joey, whoa,
2: for sure. Whoa. <laughs> um clarissa explains it all
0: and then and then you know you do say by the bell which i actually okay i like this yeah. one it's at fresh prince mm-hmm. and then by six o'clock time of the you know time six o'clock rolls out you talk about some nostalgia mom's getting off work she's got the meatloaf or hamburger helper in the oven and then you hear skip carry and the braves are coming on tbs and that's how we became fans man carrie pendleton I I, I I sat in the living room floor Every night of my childhood during MLB baseball season, and watched every single Braves game. It's just what we did. The way my, the way, like you
2: would, your dad, my dad would explain it. When it was a radio, you were a Cardinals fan. That's mm-hmm. what you picked up. They only got the National Baseball game of the week, so they always showed the Yankees or the Dodgers. That's right. So you, most people here, if you weren't a Cardinal fan in this exact area yeah. before TV was a big deal. You were probably a Yankee fan. That's I mean, Coach like, Rob Scarborough from yeah. that's He's a Yankee fan but for when, that reason. But like when you said, when TBS became prominent and WGN reached the south, Cubs fans Cubs fans, and, and Braves racket. fans. I yeah. mean, so like this area, there's tons of Cubs fans, and of course the Braves fans are geographically. Oh, here. yeah, sure. But those two came in because of TV, which yeah. I think it opened up their entire region. You know what I mean? Like you said, a long time ago, it was all Cardinals. And uh,
0: and it's really, good. it's really picked up in the last few years because of Austin Riley mississippi yes. boy yes and he is a brave and yeah. he's gonna be a brave they got for a another mississippi
2: time. boy on the roster look at billy hamilton right sure now do. yeah taylor's will so stand up if you yeah.
0: can't root for the braves from this area you got a problem unless you're a diehard Cardinals fan, uh, I yeah understand
2: and i not and I totally get like here, here's my thing you do not have to, the only time it's acceptable to switch sports allegiances is if a team moves into your geographical area
0: agree so you're agree. a brace fan
2: yeah you can be a brace fan from now until the day you die but if a if a professional baseball team moves to Memphis or Tupelo, 100%. 100%. root for them. If you want. Yeah, if you, yeah. you want. You I, can. I, I definitely will. I have friends all over. All my friends, they don't root for the Grizzlies, and it pisses me off. They're like, that bothers I, me too. I root for the Maver- Magic, and I root for the Mavericks. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Well, right. I was a Dirk fan. And I'll say, he he has, he, he, no he, more, he's He don't play no more, bro. Gone. He's gone. Okay, well, well, that's just who I root for. No, 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 I get that.
0: Things have changed. You know what I mean? Like it is yeah. okay to root for the Grizzlies. I, if there's ever a time to be excited about the Grizzlies. It's right now. And, out, and I too. get
2: you wanting to be a Mass fan because they got Luca and stuff. Yeah, they're different. But like the Magic, why is anybody rooting for the Magic since Penny left? True. I mean, you, you should have been a Grizzly fan a long time ago. Anywho, absolutely. So you predict Yankees, Dodgers, possibly? Is, 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 give
0: me, uh, give me your prediction you can, in a winner. ALCS and NLCS. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I've got to be a homer here. I'm going Braves, Dodgers. Okay. Dodgers in six. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going Yankees, Astros. I'm gonna say Yankees in seven.
2: I'm gonna go Astros, Dodgers in the World Series. Same same matchups you just said. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Astros, Dodgers. I like the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers to the, win it. They're they're, and, and I'll they're probably a little bit more seven. complete than yeah. everybody else. And I think it's their turn. It is. How long has it been since they won it? A hot minute.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, Kirk Gibson or Hershiser? Yeah, I was about to say the Earl last Hershiser. time they beat the A's. Yeah, Fernando.
2: Yeah. I had an idea that uh, had a funny thought in my head that since the uh, Brewers hadn't put Yelich on the I.L., that they were saving him for a pinch-hit opportunity like Kirk Gibson.
0: Oh, man. I, mean, I had him on my How fantasy magic team. magic would that have been?
2: Yeah, I mean, they had him and Gary Sanchez for the Yankees for the last three weeks were not put on the I.L., and right. I was like, they're just going to let them go up there and swing the stick. Yeah. That would have been so cool. But it didn't happen. But yeah. anyway, uh, it's going I to like, be
0: exciting postseason. There's nothing like playoff. It baseball.
2: is, and I, I'm glad we get to talk about that every week. Even if,
0: even if you're not, if you hate MLB baseball, because I know it's hard to watch 162 mm-hmm. games. Playoffs are completely different. You it's just like playoff stadiums. Mm-hmm. It's going to be crazy.
2: And uh, I'll say this: I'm going to tell you this. I know you're a busy man, and you are a very important person in this town. But <laughs> no. uh, you know what I mean by that. Anyway. <laughs> but I have a hookup. We with Braves playoff tickets. I have a friend who has three tickets to the game Friday, and we I know need we to can't. Put
0: my people in touch with your people in touch with the people that. Yeah. That so happen.
2: what I'm making, what I'm saying is, I know we can't go this Friday, but if the Braves somehow made a second round, and there was a Sunday game, we might could make it. I'm just the Let's one. Let's talk out. about. We'll this talk about this, this off, the air. off the air for sure, and we'll get that people in touch And if with it with happens, people. we'll talk about it on the air. Sure. From interview <laughs> Freddie Freeman from the Live Hank, from, from the, Sun Trust Park. from the Hank Aaron Club <laughs> or whatever they got up there, <laughs> but anyway, well, you know. This, this time of year it's 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 everything's going on it's always an anticipated thing and it's going kind of, kind of lead me to my last thing I just want to talk about it's not a sports topic so much but it is it's uh, something we talk about quite a bit here um <clears throat> it's a music thing okay as you know i'm a i like to speak you know I, I get really amped up by things like you you like to look forward to movies that are coming out yeah like you've yeah. been telling me about the Irishman for six months. I can't yeah, wait, and it's dude. about to be here. You know what Excuse I mean? Like, me. I have friends asking me about Let's the Irishman, and I'm like, like man, McKinley's been, been talking about this since March, you know? Yeah. But I'm a big music guy. You are. I'm a big music you guy. Are. You and, dig uh, music. Uh, I do. It's like my, Russell from Stillwater. Uh, for sure, man. I dig music just More like that. More than
0: anybody I know, you dig music.
2: I dig music, and I, I'm a big fan Man, I'm a big fan of just what I like to think is non-popular music. Like, I mean, you for, did, yeah, I know. mean, if it comes on the radio, I'm sure it's good because it got put on the radio. But, man, it, a lot of those things don't have enough meaning for me. And right. this is all leading to my point. I am one of the biggest fans on the planet of the Americana music genre. That's your whole Tyler Childers, Dolls, Revivalists were in that early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like before they kind of got made sure. But the guy who's kind of been the trumpet Sounder and the flag bearer For the Americana industry For the past few years In my opinion Has been Sturgill Simpson Agree And now This is going to bring me To my thing here <coughs> We in 2019 Are so polar opposites Of where we were 20 years ago in then right. 1999 And what I mean by that is If a movie Okay let's just say a, a muse, uh, Sturgill Simpson Released this new album And I'm going to speak Totally candidly here I'm, I would like to think That I'm one of his Biggest fans on the planet this album, in my opinion, is trash
0: it's just not good
2: no um lyrically, like when I looked up the words, the words are pretty they're good like the words have good meaning they everything um but it's just it doesn't sound good. It's like singing into a can and not like oh brother Ro we'll art thou ten dollars yeah. is singing this can right. right I mean literally it sounds like he's singing in a submarine. there's too much noise going on. And here's the point I'm getting at. I've anticipated this album so much. Because he only said he was releasing five. And he's released three already. Right. So this one, I think's a dud. You know what I mean? And it kind of got me thinking. I've been waiting on this thing for two years. And now he's put out something that I don't want to listen to. And it's, it yeah. ruined my Friday. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of got me thinking. What are some things, or maybe one thing in particular that you really, really looked forward to. Like and when it finally got there, it kinda changed your thoughts on what you were anticipating. For instance, here while you're thinking, I'm gonna talk about why I'm talking about what I'm talking about. I've, Sturgill Simpson has a sound. He's not defined by a genre, but Sturgill himself has a sound. Right. This album is not Sturgill. sound. It's not sound. what you were accustomed to. And he's, I listened to all his interviews, and he said, well, I was in Detroit listening to Eminem, and I heard him talking a lot of trash about people, and I wanted to do that. I want to talk about how awesome our band was, and I want to talk trash and be kind of hard. And then after I recorded the album, I realized it wasn't weird enough, so I went to Japan, and I got seven best anime illustrators, and we got drunk, and we came up with this concept to make this stuff really weird. That sounds selfish to me. You're a musician and you have a sound and you have all this influence and you want to put out something that the people who are your fans are questionable about. If there's one person you should be true to, it's your true fan. And he has done something that has divided his fan base. And what's happened is now he has millions of people who weren't his fans loving his music. But that's the opposite of what Sturgill wanted to be.
0: Can I relate? Yeah.
2: He's pissed me off with this man.
0: That's like Chris Chambliss. Mm Mm-hmm going to a coaching clinic, and putting West Point in the spread next year. Yeah. Same, yeah. You run yeah. the football so well, Yeah, and people yeah. know it, they love it, that's why they're a fan, and then the, you decide to change. I was that's, that's, that's trying to relate in my head yeah. what Here, Here's
2: what people like to do now. They don't like to be honest. They like to be cool. Liking Sturgill Simpson's album that's rocking album, man, that's real cool, and hard, and, you know, rocking. That's the cool thing to do. But it ain't what's real. He released an album that is not what he normally does, and he is being lauded for it because people are, they want to seem cool on the internet.
0: They just want people to know that they, they listen to Simpson. want people to Sturdle know that
2: Simpson. Simpson. 20 years ago, one day after the Sturgell release, let's say Sergio released his album on last Friday, 20 years ago this past Saturday, another music phenomenon crossed genre lines and released an album. Pretty much along the similar thing and we penned it. We said it was the worst piece of crap we'd ever heard. If he we, ever were being it, honest. we were being honest. We are being honest. I already and know what you're going to say. Garth Brooks, before you Chris it. Gaines' album. Yep. He released a pop album, and we laughed in his face and said, How dare what you? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm telling you, people can talk about Sturgill all you want. He has done the same thing, and they are loving it, and they're patting him on the back. He is trolling his fans. He's trolling Nashville. He's putting out crap and getting more mainstream fans because he's showing you how easy it is to do it. I'm telling you, that's what he's doing. People can say, this is great, this is artistic. No, it's crap.
0: So can I ask you what 100% crap. your I have friends. anticipation I have... is on the next album?
2: It's going to be good. That's because what I was thinking. It's going to be good. Like It's going to be actually good. Like it's...
0: if you believe what you just said, then, yeah. you know, you've know, you got to think, okay, if, if I know that he's doing this and I really believe that, he's got to reward the people that stuck around.
2: Yeah, because I, am, am I going to quit by? I'm actually going to buy this album on vinyl. Because you know why I don't want Sturgill Simpson to get discouraged. I want him to keep doing what he wants to do creatively. But it let me down. Which leads me to the, what I was trying to get at earlier. And I I, I I, diverged a little bit. But I just had to explain myself. Because when Sturgill goes to concert and he plays this album, I'm going to be on the front row. I'm going to pay a $100 ticket to go watch him. I'm going to support him. Because this album's going to be good live. But in the studio, it's crap.
0: Well, I saw I saw earlier where he had announced a tour with Tyler It's going to be amazing.
2: Yeah. It's going to be amazing. But what this has even made my friend's group, like, I have threatened a few friends that will kick their ass. I'm I'm not muting that out either because they pissed me off because they were like calling me an idiot. Like, how dare you? You're a titty baby because you don't like this Sturgill. I'm like, no. No, I don't like it because I don't like it. It (laughs) It doesn't sound good. So that's where I'm at on it. But anyway, the Sturgill album really let me down. It was something I really anticipated. And I'll tell you one more thing that I really anticipated. And it was crap. And you're going to laugh so hard. (laughs) We were in, When I was in junior college and I had my T1 connection at ICC, we could download movies. I downloaded the very first movie to my computer that I could find. On a I, torrent? Yep, on a torrent. I think I might have got it through LimeWire, actually. Yes, but stand I, up. I downloaded Jason X. Jason oh. in space. I was such a big horror movie fan, and I was so excited for that film. And I remember—I
0: feel for you on that.
2: I right? know, I know. I downloaded it all night long. You know, I went to bed and came up, and I, I got out of the class the next day, and I watched it. And I realized it was the biggest steaming pile of crap I ever watched. It let me down. So that was my two: the Sturgill album and Jason <laughs> X. What do you got? I've got two. Sorry, I, man. Sorry, I got on the tangent there. No, I, dude, role, but, I love it. Or, I, mean, I love it. Anyway. That's what this. That's that's great. That you my can friend, be real on and my that, friend, man. who I wanted to suplex, ain't listening to the podcast. Probably. Well, he's pissed off. So. He ain't real, then. <laughs> he ain't real anyway.
0: So if I'm being entirely honest, I've got I've got two different main street entertainment type of things. The first one, we've talked about this before. Season eight of Game of Thrones.
2: You're my hero. Thank you. It let me down.
0: It did. And we talked about it letting us down. We we didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to say. It, 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 we t- we didn't talk about it enough because at the time it was the closing of the show, and we wanted to reward the show for being such a great show as a whole. But they rushed through that thing, man. And yeah. the millions, multi-millions of fans across the world deserved a better finish of that. Because this, this is a show that I've told people that, I, that didn't watch it throughout the seasons when I was. If you're not watching this, you're missing potential you the me that. best show of mm-hmm. all time. The best then I got on it. television show to ever be put on television, you're missing it. And then for them to do what they did in season eight, don't get me wrong, I love the battle scene and all the, you know, Battle of Winterfell was incredible. But as a whole, there were so many, the thing that made that show so great, Brian, is that every storyline was developed. And every character arc knew it had a peak coming. Even the secondary character arcs, they just they just wiped them out in that last season. Like nah, in the first two episodes, oh, we're done. He's either dead or we're going. To just we can't be think rid of him. something creative here, so right. she's dead. You know, or they left you cliff cliffhanged where you didn't know what happened to mm-hmm. him, and that's what bothered me, man. Like, yeah, did, did and I'm not, a, I'm not, I I'm can't not.
2: Remember, did they ever go back to the Iron Islands, or did I miss that's that? That's
0: <laughs> exactly, that. I mean, in other words, <laughs> where are they at? They could have spent another episode or two talking about what. Uh, Jamie and Brienne, Lady Brienne, you know, what happened there? What happened to her after he left? What yeah. had, You know, like, what about, these are character yeah. arcs I cared about. And it's not because I'm trying to be a, a TV dork. But th- like I said, this is a show that consumed There's my Sunday nights for about there, for eight real. years. Yeah. Some uh, longer, because they took a year and a half off it. You know, but anyway. Um, but no kidding, man. It, it was That was really disappointing to me. Um, another, <laughs> you're going to love this. It was the fall of 2009, I believe. Mm -hmm. I was at the not quite peak, but just about peak of my Mississippi State football homerism fandom. Right. You were just out of college, just Uh, as an adult. Had some money to go to games. Yeah, Yeah. and my buddy had just got Bulldog Mm -hmm. Club season tickets. Not everybody's quite married yet. Right, and we were enjoying tailgates and nightlife and this and that and the other. Well, this is when I still. This is about the end of when I kept up recruiting because of what happened. There was a gentleman that happens to play quarterback now for the Carolina Panthers. That well, well, has yes recently. I don't even want to give him credit for that. Yeah,
2: he wears high. Heels. But he
0: was in Section C, which at the time, or Section D, which was one seat, one section across from me, in Section D, and everybody knew that this was a guy that was a can't-miss quarterback prospect. And it's what I knew that Dan Mullen needed at the time to succeed. Blinn Junior College, right? Blinn Junior College. And by the way, if you're just on another planet somewhere, we're talking about Cam Newton. And I watched from two rows above him, one section over, in the fourth quarter of a Mississippi State win, him pump the crowd up with his arms as a visiting recruit one week before he was to sign his letter of intent, ringing a cowbell, taking selfies, hugging old ladies, kissing babies, in a Mississippi State football t-shirt only for six days later for his father to throw Mississippi State under the bus for paying him to say he went to Auburn for free. And what happened to the next January, Brian? Auburn won a national championship. And he won the Heisman. And he won the freaking Heisman.
2: I don't know what would have been – I don't know what was worse. Watch, oh, watch man, it, that what, was a letdown. That was, man, I wish y'all could see McKinley's face. He's th- – like, I get it. It was – Yeah. Uh,
0: and here's the thing. State went nine and four the year without him and blew the do- fired rich rod at Michigan after they beat them 52-14 to mm-hmm. in the Gator Bowl. I went. Yeah. But even after leaving that game, I could sit there and I was sitting there thinking, what if? Yep. St- Auburn beat Mississippi State 17-14 to that, that year mm-hmm. in Starkville. Yeah. Could you imagine?
2: Hell, he scored four touchdowns against Ole Miss four different ways that day, I think. I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> he won – Auburn about eight games by himself. I will, I'll th- I'll. say this.
2: I think he put together the most dominant single season of modern college football. It,
0: it, it, people do not talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know that Tebow had the amazing season when he won the Heisman, but they went 9-4. and four. They did. This guy went 14-0 and 0 and literally wheeled his team to victory against about five or six top 25
2: The opponents. three best college football players slash seasons that I can really remember. Him, Tebow, Johnny Football. All right in a row,
0: and they were they were literally in a span. It was of like about sophomore, three or three years or so. sophomore,
2: sophomore, 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 yep. something like that. I mean, we Be were crazy. all going crazy about all oh, these young guys, but those three guys were something else. That but was a
0: letdown uh, for me, man.
2: Another one for me, the final, the finale of Dexter. You ever watch Dexter? Me too. Really man. bad, really bad. My friend Chad you know Flowers. What? I thought about going back <laughs> <He> rewatching
0: <laughs> that the other day, but I, I actually thought like, you know what? I don't want to go through that anticlimactic ending yeah. again. You know, you know what was weird about that? I know we're just dragging on, but no, it's okay. You know when the, him this, and his this, sister kind of had that weird like. Romance.
2: <laughs> I'm your sister. It's,
0: yeah, that was weird, man. <laughs> Straight Joe Dirt. But no, no kidding. No, that, that was a good show, man. I it was mean,
2: a I good was show, but it, it was a good ending. But, but yeah, but I'm sorry, man. The surgical thing just got me all fired up. But uh, we'll move along. Go we'll get off that before my blood pressure gets any higher, man. Tears and the angst on your face thinking about Cam Newton. <laughs>
0: Game of Thrones ain't got nothing on
2: that. Track. Yeah, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, uh, we, we do have two big things coming up that I want to touch on uh, before we before we wrap up. And um, we're going to try to get the podcast out first thing in the morning so that we can kind of get one of these out there We can hear about it. And they both involve our good friend of the show, Adam Morgan, the, uh, the owner of Blue Go Canoe. Down. And also the owner of probably what's going to be one of the coolest places Dude, in the I south, Pizza vs. Taco. Now, I, I don't want to speak out of turn because I haven't had this. We haven't had a time to sit down with Adam and talk about Pizza vs. Taco, but I think it opens October the seventeenth, which is in a few weeks, it's on a Thursday, be my birthday there, um, and um, it just sounds like it is. It's a pizza place, a taco place. Uh, the pizzas are going to be Detroit style pizza. Um, which is gonna be really cool. It's Can be- you divorge
0: on that a little bit? Uh no. <laughs> I can't either. But it sounds good. I think it's more
2: of a thin piece. You Anytime know what I mean? there's
0: a name before a pizza and then style after it, yeah. you know it's it's going to be way be unique and good. It's going to be way
2: better than the, the album that Sturgill recorded in Detroit. I'm sure of that. Uh, but the tacos, I have seen the tacos. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be funky. I've seen some. There's going to be some I traditional. Their new yeah, and uh, and we're going to probably be able to get Adam on once it slows down a little bit. He's been swamped. He oh, bought no a new doubt. house and he's got a youngin and uh, he's I'd got like this, the get new get spot in the opening. And- but we, there's some really cool artwork. It's going to be the most funky place on uh, the No Glow, North Glosters. They call it now. No that's Glow, so cool. I'm it's kind pretty. of
0: a part of the No Glow. It's just it, you know, yeah, it's like a, yeah. 800 feet from me.
2: It's cool. But he's got Pizza vs. Taco opening, and, and um, that's going to be really cool. And we're really excited for him. He, um, people like him and Mitch, be, innovators, uh, man. They're innovators, and they're always trying to better Tupelo. Uh, Ethan Nolan, they just opened King City yeah. Cycles. You know, y'all go rent a bike from them. They got. Let
0: me say this too. Don't mistake Tupelo for trendy. It's not Nashville Mm -mm. there's still good-hearted, roll-your-sleeves-up people here, and the people we're speaking about are those people. It just looks different from something that you've ever seen. These are the same people. You're going to be able to get a latte (laughs) in Nashville the same way you can at Tupelo River Coffee from Peter Vance. Or Cafe 212. Or Cafe 212. But these people are there, not in it for fame. They're in it because they're good people and they want to see this city be progressive and it's well on its way.
2: When people open up businesses in Nashville and St. Louis and Atlanta, they open up the business and they go, what kind of business do I need to make money? What, how much money can I make? Right. When these people that you just mentioned open these businesses, I, we have been sitting in rooms with them. And this, the following question gets asked, hey man, what does Tupelo need? That's what they ask. Need. Yes, need.
0: And when you hear the word need, you think, well, this guy cares about this yeah.
2: place. They say, what does Tupelo need? Oh, and a thousand things get brought up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those but, are fun but conversations, but are, they're real the fun. They're real fun conversations.
0: And see, just, it, it, it's really, really cool to me, man. Like The fact that we get to do the scoreboard show, I get to coach a Legion baseball team here, man, the sense of community in this town, I'd, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anywhere better in America than what we have right here.
2: Well, I was, I was talking to a, a guy who owns a, a restaurant here in town the other day, and uh, he was, we were setting up a trivia thing that I'm going to be hosting for a group that he has, and I said, hey, man, what you got going on? And he, I could hear him on the phone. He goes, man, I'm up in Memphis. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, trying to get to the airport, like traffic. And he said, man, I tell you what, there's just something to be said to living in a small town. And I said, yeah, you're right. And he goes, no, 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 for real. There's something to be said to living in Tupelo. I was like, man, you're right. You're you're, you're, you're dead on. It's like
0: a T-shirt idea.
2: I mean, Tupelo AF. That's what we are. I mean, you know, we just... Tupelo versus everybody. Yeah, it's
0: true. I mean... And that that goes for the surrounding area, too. You know, like, there's... I I think you see a lot of places... Like, I can tell you this, for example. I think people... I think you would find people that from Pearl, they don't like people from Madison and Jackson. Mm -hmm. But I think people from Morville... Love people from Tupelo. They're, they're, we're one. This the Northeast Mississippi in general yeah. is just—it's just a really strong community. You find a lot of the same types of people in these different locations. And,
2: and you would be surprised at the amount of people uh, that know Tupelo for different reasons. Right. So, and before I mentioned the other thing that we got going on with Adam, uh, for instance, I was on an airplane not long ago doing a business trip, with Blue Delta, and somebody said, "Hey, man, where are you from?" And I said, "I'm from Tupelo." And he said, "Oh, okay, cool," and. The first thing that comes out of my mouth when people we start talking about Tupelo is I usually say, you know, that's where the King's from, Elvis. <laughs> it's every time, man. Well, this is no joke. I said, yeah, I'm from Tupelo. That's the birthplace of the King, Elvis Presley. And they go, oh yeah, my mother's favorite singers from there. And I'm thinking to myself, who is it? Who we got here? Who we going? He goes, she said, Kay Bain. And I said, excuse me, she said, yeah, my my mother. It's from that area, and every morning she would get up and the Buddy and Cage show, Buddy and Cage show, How would be cool on TV. Is that, man, and she's like, my cousins used to go sing on that show. You know, they used to let yeah, oh yeah, go sing on it. And she's like, yeah, I just moved off and I do business or whatever. She's like, but yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I grew up in that area, and it just it was like one of these small. She named like yeah, some, some small podunk area around us, but they had WTVA or whatever, and they got to watch Cade. That's so cool, yeah, dude. I was thinking Elvis, like no, the new k Bane. It was crazy. And but
0: now, you know, you speak to what some of these people are doing. Magazines are starting to recognize. Publications awesome. across America are starting to realize what this town's doing. You know, Mitch and Adam and, and you know, even our city officials are starting to. There yeah, is The, there's thing, the a things reason, Jason's doing. Yes. yes. Yeah. There's a reason why they call this place. The all-American city. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is, man. Yes.
2: If you haven't had time to go downtown and look at it Just recently. Just go. It's beautiful. You don't have
0: to eat anything. You don't have to buy anything. You'll Just want go to. look. You'll want to. Oh, ain't no doubt.
2: there's some things going on. You probably know what's going on. For instance, our friends at Tupelo River are going to have a place downtown for, for too long. Of course, you got KOK. you got Papa Vanelli's place down there. you got Reed's, a world-famous place going Canfé on there. you got Cafe 212. And, Fair uh, Park. There's Fair Park. There's fixed to be another restaurant called Down Under. It's going to be an australian bar. It's gonna be really cool. Yep. Um it's gonna Thirsty Devil. Thirst, there's Thirsty Devil. We could go we literally yeah. could go on for really forty five minutes. But there's a really cool place. It's new. It's Saturday morning. You should go check it out. It's called Killer Cereal. You had it, didn't you? I actually got stood up for it. My friends with That's kids. That's right. You and, and I kids. gotta do that. We'll do it. You and I'm I off can, this Saturday. You and I can go. I was gonna go with my friends because they have kids. I won't seem like a loser, weirdo, but I'm me, off this me Saturday. and you will go as kids. Brian, so I'm sure. off this Saturday. We're going. We're
0: there. That I mentioned that I was. Yeah, on for that? sure.
2: All right, but the other <laughs> thing I want before we wrap yeah. up the other thing Adam's got going on uh, at Blue Canoe tomorrow night. There is a Tom Petty tribute. They did it last year, and it's a big deal. Um, a lot of local artists come, and it's just pretty much. A, how long have they
0: had this in plan? Last
2: year was the first year. This is this I, I've heard about it for. When a few When did they months. announce it? Maybe a couple months ago. Jeff Spencer, maybe the yeah. guy throwing it. Uh, but yeah, it's that's the, the waiting's the hardest part. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying to set you up. You don't know how it feels. I don't. To be me <laughs> but anyway. I'm not going to back down from that <laughs> right, anyway, go, go ahead I'm sorry
2: <laughs> be your last dance <laughs> for sure with Mary Jane <laughs> But anyway, uh, <laughs> all right. But I'm going to I'm going to that man. I I love the puns. That's the so best. much it's fun. Best. But yeah, I'm going to go to that tomorrow night at Blue Canoe, and uh, there's going to be a packed house. And if it's if it's too full, hopefully I can sneak in the back. But uh, I want to give a shout out to Adam for doing stuff like that. Shout out to Mitch. Even the folks like uh, forklift, they do a fine job over there. Cooper and those folks. Um, no doubt, dude. There's 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 not an excuse for you in our area to not have something to do this weekend. True. So, and I'm going to be honest with you. Adam Morgan is a really cool dude. Very so, if you go up to him this week, and you ask nicely, he's going to give you a deal on one of their Blue Canoe hamburgers. And I'm going to tell you something else: if you go, if you go by Blue Canoe Friday, he'll give you your first beer
0: free. And you know they—they've actually every night have got the uh, half-price burgers after eight. That's true. I have. I've been a. I've done that Ask nicely though. Uh, 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 Yeah
2: You gotta ask nicely <laughs> But anyway um, Make sure you go check that out uh, This week and, Absolutely uh, We're looking forward to all that Like I said Big concerts coming to the town We've got Rodney Carrington no Coming in area Gary Allen So make sure you check all that out And um, yeah It's just always a fun time To come here and hang out With McKinley and his pups—they always make me feel so warm and cuddly. It's cozy in here. Yeah, it's cozy in here. It's a family environment. But only. uh, we got the Friday night football show. Can't wait. So make sure you check that out exactly. on the Miss Ninety Eight Scoreboard Show and Ninety Seven Point Five. I
0: know this is this is on live, but don't forget to remind me to call jimmy seaside and ask for wings for
2: sure for sure we'll go and Just when we remind me. we'll call jimmy seaside we they always give us a plethora of tenders we if, I, if
0: i would have waited until after the podcast i would have forgot to ask. we you. need
2: wings this week we need wings, wings so this bad. week all right so uh tell me one thing this
0: week uh what,
2: what, what's one thing you're gonna do in tupelo this weekend
0: this weekend well you and i are going to killer cereal because i'm all doing saturday. that we're doing that saturday um you know brian i'm gonna have to kind of pick something because okay. i'll be honest with you i i I'm. We've talked about this. I don't want to be a dead horse, but I live in a world where you may work 17 days in a row. So I, I need to really kind of assess what well, it is you, I want to do. I know you
2: watch. Uh, I know you watch a lot of football on Sundays. I'm going to like do that. a hitting
0: lesson with my buddy Shamar. It's okay. A, okay. Uh, or not, his son is he's a freshman at, or eighth grader at Nettleton. I know I'm going to do a hitting lesson. I think Sunday with him. So oh, okay. He's a he's our Wilbert Balt man down there. Good guy. Oh, really that's cool. Guy. That's cool. And he listens. Oh, so. Well, I was gonna.
2: Oh, nice. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, I know you're gonna be watching football, but uh, if you ever have some time, we still got to get that round of golf in at Bel Air before it gets too. We too
0: really long. do. I'm thinking. I saw some guys out there when I was working. Yeah. Uh, I was driving by, and I, I saw... Uh,
2: was there, I hope there wasn't an unfortunate... No, no, it wasn't at
0: Bel Air. <laughs> I didn't have to work at Bel Air that day. But no, uh, no, no, I, I kind of got an itch, because I'm not a good golfer. Yeah. And I know you're probably not a strong golfer, no. here, but it would be cool to just go play nine.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and I was going to go ahead and throw this out there. Give Bel Air a plug. You can get a cart and 18 holes for $28. That's it. That's a steal.
0: It's a, That's a steal. Let's no you take your own cooler there. We've got a ton of good golf courses around we this do, area. If you're very, very competitive, go play the Trace. You'll be mad at yourself after you do it. It's the hardest... Hardest couple of tee boxes in northeast Mississippi, no question about yeah, and it. And if you and want course, to feel really
2: good about your golf game, just go to Okalona. You'll feel great
0: about oh, it's it. A, I, there's no question about that. <laughs>
2: Periscope hole. But
0: Big Oaks and River Birch and Amory yeah. and even Tupelo Country Club really provide a really good golf experience around here. So. But anyway, well, folks, Brian, man, great podcast. Man. I love I'm just really shooting crap it. with you. Dude, it's fun. You know, sometimes, folks, these podcasts take a mind of their own. Brian and I didn't plan half of these conversations. Uh, we have an outline, and then we just we stick we, to it as long as we can, and then we just let it eat, uh, and that's what we did. And we really enjoy this. We appreciate you listening. Uh, of course, you can always check us out, and we'll link this on Twitter at the Happening Pod and on Instagram at Happening Pod, uh, and we are on Fireside Stitcher, and most importantly, the most easy accessible is Spotify.
2: Yeah, and also if you have events like that are cool, yeah. of note. Man, let us know. Uh, we would we'll love. We will get, them out, there we'll get them out there, and if it's really cool, we'll go. Like for instance, I people. This is just outside the area, but uh, I'm going to Sloss Furnace in a few weeks in oh, Birmingham. Yeah.
0: Maybe you tell me about that. Yeah,
2: and then you know, I got friends that are going to be going to the pumpkin patch up in Blue Mountain. True There's that. all kind of things. So let us know what you got going on. We'd love Absolutely. to hear about it.
0: Well, folks, well, we appreciate you listening again. Uh, we'll have this up for you soon, and we will see you next time on the Happening Pod.